Hello, welcome to the Cosmic Eye Show. I am your host, Jason Napolitano, and I have on the line our other host, Mr. Chris Sheridan. How you doing, Chris? I'm the other host. You're the other host. Yeah, my other host. Shadow host. <laughs> exactly. Uh, the host and the anti-host. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Wow. That I like. There's some there's yeah. some yin-yang balance, the host and the anti-host. <laughs> it's kind of like good cop, bad cop thing, right? Right. And you know, where would we be if we didn't have both, right? Indeed. Indeed. All right, so today we are talking from find and use your inner power again. Uh, I just moved, so we didn't really have time to, to prepare. So we're jumping back into some Emmett Fox. So we'll get back on our, uh, our Manly Hall and our different ancient wisdom subjects here very soon. Uh, but Emmett Fox, of course, touches on all the ancient wisdom in his work, and we always love uh, doing stuff from this book. Uh, so today we're speaking uh, from his work, Thou can'ts not steal it's a little section of find and use your inner power which is of course a, a new thought classic and as i say every week when we talk about this book highly recommend it all of emmett fox's stuff is really fantastic he has a really uh, clear way of getting at very abstract and difficult subjects that we might be wrestling with in life uh, so you can check us out at CosmicEye.org if you want to find out more about us. And if you'd like to donate to the show, please do. We're at anchor.fm slash CosmicEye. And Chris has a, a great channel on YouTube that I would highly recommend called the Manly Hall Society. And there are some beautiful lectures on there that Chris has painstakingly restored and put up for your enjoyment. So support him there. Please follow him and so forth. And his book is the spirit in the sky. Mine is if you can worry, you can meditate. All right, on to the Emmett Fox. You're starting, right, Chris? Let's do this. All right. Okay, this one is called Thou Canst Not Steal. Some people talk as though you could do anything if you want to, while others seem to think that you are a puppet of destiny with no choice at all. They're both wrong. The truth is that you can do anything, have anything, be anything for which you have the consciousness, but not otherwise. To be healthy, you must have a health consciousness. To be prosperous, you must have a prosperity consciousness. To be successful in any field of endeavor, you must have the consciousness that corresponds. There is a slang expression which says that to accomplish anything difficult, you must have what it takes. Well, what it takes is the consciousness to correspond to it. We have free will to develop a given kind of consciousness, and then we can be and do anything in accordance with that. But we have no free will to do anything without the consciousness that belongs to that accomplishment. To try to get something without having the consciousness to which it belongs is really mental theft. And that, of course, cannot succeed. Thou shalt not steal, which really means thou canst not steal. Thou canst not steal. Build up the consciousness for what you truly want, and nothing can prevent your having it. Nothing can prevent your having it. This is a deep one. Uh, and there's way more to it than uh, meets, meets the eye on the, on the surface or meets the ear on the surface, as it were, since we are on a podcast. Um, I want to start out with this idea of just consciousness, because of course, with new thought, the idea 
that you know what you think about is what you create in your life what you think about is what you become is a is a prevalent thought and what i think and and correct me if you, you think i'm wrong in this one chris but what i think is he's going beyond that basic message into a little deeper uh teaching when he talks about consciousness here because he's not think he's not talking about thought he's not talking about building images in your mind of yourself doing the work you want to do or or seeing yourself having, you know, the things you want to have. He's talking about consciousness throughout this whole thing. And I think, and I want to, I'll turn it over to you right after I say this, but I think that he's talking about consciousness in a much bigger way than just thinking, don't you? Well, it's certainly more than just wishful thinking. Oh, wouldn't it be great? Or, oh, I'd love to do this. Um, that's easy to say, especially when you have no experience in doing certain things. Uh, it may sound easy, it may sound fun, it may be a lot more difficult um, than you realize. Uh, but he's talking about when you're actually setting out to do the thing, you really have to have a full body or a full being consciousness that it's not just the thought of something because you can always change your mind. Um, say, you know, like being a musician, I think we were talking about that at one point. Um, you know, that's fine, but are you going to, you know, really study your instrument? Um, are you going to take it seriously uh, and not just a hobby? Um, are you going to, you know, maybe spend those late nights away from your family um, in the studio? Or if you're a touring musician, you'll be out on the road. Uh, you may not have what it takes um, to do that, some of the other things that go along with it. Uh, and it can't be like a fair weather flyer either that, you know, well, yeah, I think I'd like to do this as long as nobody bothers me and it's not too hard and, you know, I don't have to spend too much time working on it. Well, maybe you don't have that consciousness. It has to be a pervasive consciousness that even if you run into obstacles, even if it takes a little bit longer, even as you're moving towards this goal, uh, it becomes more complicated and more difficult than you initially realized. Uh, asking more of you, then you can reevaluate and say, well, now do I have the consciousness to do this? Uh, it means you can power through when things aren't going your way or you've fallen down a couple of times. You know, someone who is successful really in anything, uh, that's part of that consciousness that you know how to lose. You know how to pick yourself up and keep on going. Learn from your mistake if it was your fault. Um, learn to move past something if somebody else threw something your way uh, and not get hung up on that and move forward try harder the next time yeah try something the next time ask for more help um, maybe reevaluate uh, that's that consciousness because you're staying in it even if it changes or you change or the you know this, the environment or the, your situation changes like wow it's a little bit harder now because i've got to face these things in my life well if you have that attitude, that consciousness, you're going to find a way to transcend that. Even though you may have some difficult things, maybe you've had some failures, uh, near misses, broken promises from people who are supposed to help you, it's keep your eye on the ball. And I think that's really what he's, what he's talking about. It has to be, you know, your whole body has to be involved. It's not just an idea. You have to be emotionally invested. Um, you can see entrepreneurs on a show like Shark Tank or something, and you can tell the ones that have the consciousness, that have committed uh, 
or not. And it becomes very, very clear when they do their presentation. Somebody may just have all these ideas to be great. And I think our company's worth $8 million. And no, you just, you wouldn't believe how you know, much people love this product. It's just really amazing. And then you get somebody else who's like, well, I have a full-time job. I have two kids, but when they're asleep, <laughs> I spend every waking minute I have, I'm online. I'm trying to figure out how to find a supplier for my product. I'm taking weekend seminars. I'm, well, they're, you know, at soccer practice, I'm, yeah. you know, taking a seminar, you know, that's that consciousness. Yeah. You know, that you go beyond you know, the normal situation that you're faced with and really commit um, to do this thing, um, whatever it is, if it's, to, you know, a skill you want to acquire, if it's a you know, financial goal you want to meet, if it's a relationship, well, that's something. Do you have the consciousness to be in a relationship? Well, I just want to be left alone. Or, well, if somebody agrees with everything I say, that, that'll be okay. Well, mm. well, good luck with that. You're probably not cut out for a relationship with a human being because, you know, they're going to have minds of their own. Sure. <laughs> and, and you have to be willing to accept that. Okay, knowing that, yes, I'm willing to accept that and accept somebody else's point of view and accept that maybe they want to agree with mine. But I want this relationship to work because I think there's much more to it than maybe some specific things we happen to disagree. So. Yeah, yeah, good point. So I like I like that idea though, where you're talking about a a full full consciousness or a, a full body body consciousness as well, because it incorporates different parts of 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 the full human being experience: so the emotional side, the physical side, the mental side, the spiritual side. You know, and those are all moving towards that thing that you want to be, do, or have. Um, you know, and then it also includes, it's interesting because, you know, you talked about music. It's like, well, you know, for example, you playing, you know, guitar for as long as you have. I mean, you don't think about it anymore. It's ingrained into the body now, you know, when you play a song, right? Unless you're trying to learn, learn a new song. And so those things are all part of that consciousness, musician consciousness, you'd want to call that. But it started, and this is the interesting thing, and this is where people have to remember, you know, don't get bogged down in all those details at the beginning, because that stuff will unfold as you go. So it's not like you have to know all this stuff before, you know, you start wanting to accomplish your dream. If you've got a dream to be like a, you know, a sustainable uh, real estate developer or something like that. Um, you know, you don't know everything about property development and real estate and sustainability. And you just have this vague idea that like, man, I want to make, you know, green buildings. Like I have this dream to make these beautiful green buildings that, you know, blend into the city and the environment and they're good for people and the planet and animals, whatever. Right. Um, you know, that's enough to start with, you know, but then as you're developing it and you, you know, and you, and you move more into reality and you start hitting the ground running and like like chris was talking about you know you're studying on the weekends and you're you know you're working on taking online classes and you're doing this to learn that and you're maybe you're apprenticing with someone somewhere or, or whatever you're doing right you're it's it's that kind of thing and that's the overall consciousness it starts with the thought it does start with the thought it starts with the desire you know what you might call the desire will uh, to do, be, or have something, uh, but, you know, then it has to turn into full-blown consciousness over time so that all aspects of your life reflect that thing, you know, and so it's, you know, what you think about, what you do, what you talk about, 
you know, what you study, what you watch on online and so on. You know, don't have to be, a, you know, monomaniacal about it. Like you only have one thing you're thinking about in your entire life, but you have to give it enough attention so that you can become fully conscious and it becomes part of your being. And the bigger you want to be and do and have, the more focused you will need to be over time. You know, it's one thing to say, you know, I want to be an actor in community theater in my small town. And it's another thing to say, I want to be the next Tom Cruise. So you've got to be realistic in the scope of what you're willing to do, um, you know, because you can have anything you want, but there's always a price to pay. And this price to pay is consciousness. It is consciousness and consciousness in the wide sense of the work and the time and the knowledge and the effort and the you know, the fact that you might not have a family life or, you know, or a lot of leisure time if you're, a, for example, a, a, you know, an A-list celebrity or a CEO of a multinational corporation. You know, people casually think, well, it would be great to be Tom Cruise or, you know, it'd be amazing to be like, uh, you know, to be uh, Elon Musk or something. But I don't know that they've really thought it through. Do you, do you think, Chris? Well, sometimes it's good not to know <laughs> when you step yeah, in. No, it's, that's true. And then you don't second guess yourself, and especially if you start young with acting, yeah, or things like that. But I'm sure if you knew all the downsides or potential pitfalls before going in, maybe nobody would <laughs> really. Start. That's a good point. That's a good point. Yeah, you know, but. Um, but you have to then, once you find out these things, uh, you have to be willing then to evaluate and say, well, okay, now it looks like I'm gonna have to you know, do this. And I think a lot of this, talking about this you know, full consciousness to it, you, know, um, you mentioned focus. Um, and that also includes your discipline and dedication. Yeah. Um, to this, which means the not so fun things, me have to cut out some you know, guilty pleasures um, and really treat this goal. Again, it could be a personal goal. It could be professional. Uh, it could be really in anything you have to dedicate in. You may have a dozen things going on in your life and they may really actually take that much of your time and, and your attention, your focus, everything, your dedication. Uh, but whatever time it is that you do have set aside for this goal, it's the quality then. Mm -hmm. Not so much the quantity, but it's the quality of time. If you have one hour a day or maybe even one hour a week at some point to maybe spend on something, make sure that's a very well-spent hour. Yeah. Um, and there are ways to kind of keep it alive <laughs> during the week too. Yeah, you sure. can, you know, spare time, you can read this or read that or just keep it in or keep looking at your, at your goal. And I think what helps the most with that is knowing why you're doing something. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know, I think if you really have your head around why you want to improve in this area in your life or to acquire something, a new habit, um, or meet some, you know, lofty career goal or dream uh, that you may have, you know, it's the, the quality of time um, that you spend with it. Um, you have to treat it um, like you would anything important anything that's that important to you. Otherwise it isn't. And then, you know, and some things can be a daydream too. And just be as fun to fantasize sure, about this. Sure, and, exactly. And watch the game on the weekends and be an armchair quarterback on, on Monday. And, um, and that's all good fun and that's fine. 
Um, but if you're, you know, your dream, your goal involves you really doing something, you really have to see yourself doing it and really know why. Because when the going gets tough, when you, you have some disappointments, some setbacks, maybe some really profound failures on your way, and failure is a part of winning. So I don't know if we know that in our culture as much as we used to. It used to be sports would teach you how to lose so you could pick up and, and get back in the game or you know, be ready for the next game and work hard mm-hmm. at practice you know, during the week uh, to improve and get better. You know, that was how you learn sometimes is by failure. Um, was to pick up and keep going. Because when you go through those lean times or those frustrating, you know, devastatingly disappointments, uh, that you can, ah, be, but yes, this is really important for me to do because my heart tells me that, you know, I'm just my best when I'm sharing what I have uh, with people who want to learn. Well, if that's, if that's where it is with you, then, you know, the school board or the, you know, whatever you're up against, you know, then find another way to teach what it is you love. You know, it may take on a new form or a new flavor uh, but the core of it, what's underneath it, is really what moved you to want to do this thing in the first place. Keep that in mind. I think that'll actually help keep um, keep you on track and and just connected with with that part of yourself that was so enamored and inspired. To yeah. In the first place. Great point. Great point. Let's talk a little bit about uh, just the theme of this, the main theme. It is called Thou Canst Not Steal. I want to go over this little paragraph towards the end and talk a little bit about this. To try to get something without having the consciousness to which it belongs is really mental theft. And that, of course, cannot succeed. Thou shalt not steal, is quoting the Bible, Ten Commandments, which really means thou canst not steal. So what does that mean? You cannot steal, basically, is what he's saying. So he's getting at this idea that if you don't truly have the consciousness for that thing that you want to be or do or have, you are are, are stealing in effect. So I, you know, I thought of a couple of examples and we can, we can talk about both these. So what do I think he means by this? So as an example, you hear sometimes stories of, of lottery winners. And you see these tragic uh, things that unfold after someone wins a hundred million dollar lotto or something, you know, one of these multi-state things. Um, And oftentimes the people end up even worse than before they won. And, you know, you think that you think about that and you're like, well, how could this be? I mean, why, you know, this is more money than this person's ever seen than they'll ever see, you know, for the rest of their life, most likely working and and so forth. Why, how would things go so wrong so quickly? And the answer is, they don't have the consciousness to which it belongs. And it's a sort of a mental theft in a way. You know, they had a desire to have some money. And on the end, you know, something gave them that money. And maybe they even had the belief for it. And, and then maybe that caused the, the win. I, I don't know. I'm not saying it isn't, you know, it isn't part of their, their thought. But what they don't have is the consciousness of prosperity that goes along with having money, which means knowing how to steward a large amount of money. And that is, a, that is not necessarily an easy thing. It's a skill that requires a certain level of consciousness. You can learn it. I mean, you could certainly win the lotto and you know, become fabulously wealthy and you know, create a legacy for generations of you know, your family. I mean, that could easily occur. 
However, you know, most, most of the folks that, that win the lotto, for example, don't have that consciousness and don't take the time. They just start buying boats and jets and houses and vacations for their friends. And, you know, the next thing you know, they're a cautionary tale on some, you know, some channel that, you know, or they end up on TMZ or something. I don't know. You know what I mean? And so that's one of these things where the consciousness is not, is not in alignment with the reality. It's not in alignment with the reality. So it's like they've got these hundreds of, you know, hundred million dollars, say, in, 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 in money, but they don't know how to use it properly. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I do. And it's, it doesn't come with it. No. <laughs> the money doesn't come with money mentality. Or like you said, stewardship. I think that's a great, uh, great term for it. I think we can get into trouble when we uh, follow a desire or set out to accomplish a goal, but don't really think through the rest of it. And also aren't willing, like you said, you can learn these things. You can learn as you go. You say, oh my gosh, yeah. you know, I didn't know it'd be so difficult having all this money. Now my friends want a house and they want this. And, you know, I don't have time to spend the money I have. What am I going to go out to eat next? And I, I spent all the time talking to the bank and I'm not even out riding my jet skis that I just bought, you know, because you're dealing with, you know, investors and, you know, all this other stuff. It's like, hold on, how can then that becomes your new goal then? Okay, now that I got this sum of money, um, how do I manage this? Or getting a degree. I know people who have um, gotten like therapy degrees or a PhD or something where they, they can come out and uh, start a practice and, and, you know, earn some fairly good money and start paying down their student loans. Um, but they never, they, one of the complaints they say is, well, I never really got a class on, on how to you know, spend money wisely, how to save, how to enjoy it. Uh, some of them are still living you know, in a studio apartment like they were when they were in grad school, you know, eating you know, crappy food and staying up late and studying. And all oh, they had that student mentality, but then they get the professional degree and go out there um, and they're making the money, they're doing the role, the job, the career for which they had trained. Um, but there was something missing. Football players, you're talking about, you know, instant success or uh, seemingly large, large amounts fairly quickly. Uh, it can be a real problem for people because you don't want to say no to your friends or they make you feel guilty because, well, don't forget us. Now that you're all big and famous and rich and all this, you know, it can be, it can almost be thrown up against you. Uh, so there's a whole host of psychological and financial things that, yeah. that just having the ability to make that doesn't prepare you for. Uh, and then, like I said, about relationships, same thing, or health. Um, if you want this health mentality, this health consciousness in every way, then you have to be willing to maybe step outside the box, maybe try something you hadn't tried before, or do the thing you've been resisting. If it's exercise or eating vegetables, or trying to sleep more, or learning how to meditate, um, or cutting out, you know, looking at the news <laughs> all the time, if that's what's giving you anxiety, there has to be a willingness to try something new because anybody successful really in every, in any area um, has to have that flexibility. Yeah. To where you can move with the changing situation and grow uh, as you need to grow when you move further along towards accomplishing your goal. And that's part of, isn't, that's part of building the consciousness, isn't it? Is that 
that flexibility, that training, opening your mind to new scenarios, learning from people that have already, you know, already gotten there, asking questions, taking classes, reading books, you know, going to, for example, if you've just suddenly inherited a bunch of money or won some money, going to, you know, competent, certified, quality financial advisors that can put you in the right direction. So, you know, and that's part of building the consciousness, the prosperity consciousness, for example, once you do start making making money. And like you said, like transitioning over from, you know, the student mentality to the mentality of a professional. So a professional is going to do all the other things. So in addition to the skills that you've got to have to be successful at whatever you're doing, whether you're a therapist or a musician or a, an actor or whatever, once you start making money, you also have to be good at you know managing your finances and you have to be able to deal with the psychological issues that come along with stuff and be open to some of the unforeseen things that'll come up. And that's where it's like, don't get bogged down. You know, Don't let this like, bum you out because we're talking about all these things that can can happen once you do achieve your goal that's all part of the fun as well if you go in with the right consciousness and the right mentality that it's all a learning experience that's all in divine order and you know it's all part of the whole experience that's part of developing a wide spiritual consciousness of success in your life it's opening up your vision and it's not that life you know, as you start to achieve the things you want, it's not as if it really becomes that much easier. It just becomes easier at you, you become better at dealing with challenges and less challenges come up because you're good at preventing them. You know, you know what you're doing and you, you know, you have the proper insurance and you, you know, you set up this particular you know, trust fund, and you did X, Y, Z before you, you know, you went out on the road, whatever it is, you just know how to do things better as you go along, you're going to make mistakes. Just like, just like Chris was talking about, you're going to make mistakes, it's all a learning process, you know, and have the vision in mind of what you think things are going to be like, but also, as reality checks you a little bit, don't get spun out and burned out and, you know, negative, because it's not exactly like you thought it was going to be. That's part of developing your consciousness. And you may be able to change your situation to make it more closer to, uh, to what you're envisioning over, over time. It's quite possible. But, you know, allow that consciousness to grow. You know, keep that consciousness of, of that full consciousness in mind. You know, not this kind of weak, ephemeral sort of like, I wish I could be this thing, or man, wouldn't it be great if this thing or that thing happened in my life? But more like I'm committed to the whole thing, you know, warts and all, as they used to say, like that's an old timey saying, warts and all. It's like, you know, you're kind of accepting the good and the bad with it. And then in, and then in that case, it's all good then. You know, when you recognize that that's just life, there's always kind of these mixed things. Uh, that go along with with the achievement of of any worthwhile goal, uh, but keep that vision in mind. And like like Chris was talking about, you know, you talked about kind of like almost like you didn't say this, but I feel like you were talking a little bit about beginner's mind, having that enthusiasm and almost beginner's mind, even while you're, you know, even while you're a seasoned veteran and a professional at something, you've got to always keep that spirit alive of why you wanted to do that thing, you know, and what you really dug about it when you first started it and stuff. And that's not something you can steal. You can't, you know, you can't create that. That can't be given to you. That's something that you have to build a consciousness for. And it's a full being 
consciousness, a full being consciousness, right? Right, and to that notion of stealing, it's, I guess what I thought of when I read that passage was, uh, if, some, if you need a better diet and nutrition program, you can't have somebody else eat for you. If you need to exercise more, somebody else can't go for a jog or lift weights for you. That would be stealing, it would also be impossible <laughs> to steal that way because it really wouldn't work. Um, you have to do the thing, you have to have the experience, you have to learn and grow. And like you were pointing to, keep in mind that maybe or lifetime of experience and all these things that you know and you've come to believe over the years may work against you or may not be exactly in your favor if you're trying to do something new because you know, he's talking about to become healthy or to become successful or to have you know, a, a great relationship also implies you're not there yet. And maybe you've never had these things. Um, and that means you're in a position to where you have to do something new. It will require new thinking and doing and believing and speaking um, to get there. So if that's the case, you have to really be careful with what you think you already know and what you've already done and the way things are, uh, or the way you think the way things are, have a new experience, have that openness saying, well, geez, my best thinking has got me here so far, but I wanna go even further. What new way of thinking um, can I bring in? Ask these questions. Um, what old ways of thinking might be holding me back? How can I see this in a new way, this beginner mind? Yeah. You don't ignore a lifetime of experience though they can serve you quite well. But if you are trying to move into a new area in your life or a new quality uh, of something, uh, you may have to also, probably most likely, have to also have some new ideas, new thoughts, new ways of going about this thing. Uh, so be open to that. Great point. Great point. Yeah, and and part you know part of that again that paradigm shift is that um, that you're building a, a whole new consciousness a whole new consciousness so um you know again and this kind of is summed up in his last sentence build up the consciousness for what you truly want and nothing can prevent your having it so and that's that's the the essence of this whole thing is that you really do need to build the full consciousness you need to have the skills you need to have the mindset you need to have the vision you need to have the dreams you need to have the faith uh you need to have the full package you know, uh, for, for what you're, what you're trying to achieve. Um, so the consciousness does really mean like, you've got to, you've got to get, get into a new pattern of doing things, you know? So, so for example, like if, you know, again, if your dream is to, to, to start a business, you know, start watching videos about entrepreneurship and start building the entrepreneurship consciousness, read books, talk to people, Maybe, you know, go and try to volunteer at, at organizations or something, you know, do some apprenticeships and things like that, if you can do that and, you know, start a little tiny online business selling a couple of things just to get your feet wet. That's all part of the consciousness of being, a, being an entrepreneur, being a, a business owner. You know, you have this great dream of where you want to go and you see yourself, you know, being this gigantic, you know, you're the next Tesla or something. But, you know, start where you are 
and start building that consciousness. If it's out of your dorm room, if it's out of your, you know, you're living in your car right now, if you're, you know, if you're out of doors and you don't even have a place to live, uh, you know, obviously take care of your physical needs and get that stuff going, but, you know, do what you can do to start building that dream from, from where you are. You know, it starts in the mind though. It does start in the mind and that is where you've got to start. You've got to start with the thinking and start with the consciousness within and then start start with the consciousness that includes action and emotion and and um, you know and practice and and education and skill and all those things that go along with it. But stoke the the flame first of the dream. Make sure you've got it clearly in your mind and in your heart what it is you're trying to achieve, you know, and then go out there and start getting into action, the consciousness action you know, whatever that is for you. And, you know, it'll, it's, it's going to include inner work and outer work. So take, you know, 10, 10 or 15 minutes in the morning to really, you know, sit back in an easy chair or something or on your couch and, you know, lay, lay out and, you know, get into a deep state of relaxation and really see and feel and, and, and touch and smell and get all your senses involved with what it would look like to be in that place doing those things and owning the things you want and having the relationships you want and having the spiritual mindset that you want. Cause you can use this for anything and you can use it for enlightenment or business or family or whatever. It's all the same thing to the mind stuff. It's all the same thing. So, you know, how you use it depends on, you know, what your particular proclivities are, how you see your, you know, your life unfolding. Uh, so that's that's my little piece of advice. Do you have anything else to kind of add to that? Otherwise, I think we pretty much uh, got m- most to what we what we wanted to talk about. Just ask, ask questions, and ask for help. The worst thing you can do when you're trying to move into a new area or an improved state in your life is to be a know-it-all. Mm-hmm. Say, oh yeah, I got this. I know what to do. I, I went to MIT and I, I know all economics and I can da 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 da. It's like, especially when you're talking to somebody who knows more than you. Uh, you can offend people that way. But the most important thing is the universe, as well as other people, are willing to help. And they can only really help you uh, to the degree that you have a vision of why uh, you want to do it as, as much as what it is you want to do. I want to become an actor so I can share my love of the craft and inspire others um, to do the same. I saw a movie when I was six years old and I've never stopped thinking about it. I eat it all up. If you come in with that attitude and you talk to a casting director or an acting coach or maybe an actor, approach somebody, they're going to go, oh, well, that's nice. That's, you know, that's playable. What is it you need? Well, you know, I I really want to do a theater piece. I think the challenge is really going to help me with my on-camera work. Well, geez, well, I know somebody who's, you know, putting up a play uh, at the local theater group. Maybe I could, you know, send you down there for an audition. You know, it's amazing what you can get. Yeah. And, and forces, if you ask from this kind of humble, but also knowing who you, what it is you want and why you want it, if you can express that, you can get help for anything. Amazing help. You'd be so surprised. You come out with a know-it-all attitude and I got this, you're not going to get much help because you're basically sending the signal that you don't need it. That's a great point. And ask I, yeah, very good. And you know, and also, you know, ask divine mind, ask God, ask for, you know, 
ask uh, infinite power to to help you achieve your goal as well. Uh, ask and ye shall receive, right? Knock and it will be opened unto you, as Jesus said. Great, great point, Chris. Thank you. All right, I think that's going to do it for us today. So this is Thou Canst Not Steal, a great topic uh, for today from Mr. Emmett Fox. Thank you, Mr. Emmett Fox. We love your work. Um, find and use your inner power. Find and use your inner power. So we're here each week uh, with a new show on Sunday. Uh, Chris's book is The Spirit in the Sky. Mine is If You Can Worry, You Can Meditate. You can check us out at CosmicEye.org. Uh, Chris has a great YouTube channel that I talked about earlier. It is Manly Hall Society. So look for that on YouTube and uh, sign up and, and watch all the great videos there. Um, that is about it, I think. So let's just read this again. Build up the consciousness for what you truly want and nothing can prevent your having it. Remember that consciousness is wide. It's a being consciousness. So uh, go for it. You know, make your dreams happen. Uh, thank you again for joining us. Uh, have a great week. Goodbye and God bless.